Welcome to episode 54 of the current backloggers. The date is February 17th. I'm your host, KCP, along with my good friend and return co-host, Ryan McEmails. Ryan, how's it going? It's going pretty good, bud. It's yeah. better before my eardrums were blown out, but... I did a quick one, though. I didn't stretch it out. Yeah. Your neighbors must think you're crazy. Yeah. I Like I said, I think I said on podcast multiple times, just a matter of time until probably gunshots <laughs> going through here on my podcast. Hopefully, Hopefully in like that side. Right past the Oh, yeah. Camera. That's that. Yeah. Bud. <laughs> so, how have you been? It's been uh, too long since we've seen you. I know. I think it's been since the last podcast, right? No, there's one in between there. What do you mean? I, well, mean, I mean, the last time I was here was the last time I did the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. But I was talking about the viewers a long time since so we've seen you. Oh. Yeah, not me. <laughs> I'm confused now. What's new? It takes five <laughs> words. Um, no, it's going good, buddy. It's going yeah. good. How about you? <laughs> good. You Let, wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. You've been, uh, you've been doing more overtime. Nope. I've done less work than I have in a long time. Oh, I'm proud of you, buddy. You're yeah. changing. You finally changed. Well, I didn't really have a choice because the weather. Uh, that was the first time I missed a day in uh, like a year and a half I've been there. Mm-hmm. First time ever. Ever. And then overtime got all messed up because of that. So I was like, eh. <laughs> But uh, I'll be back on next week. Don't worry. All right. That sounds, like a, sounds like a plan. You got to make up for some of those lost hours, right? Yeah. Got some relaxed time, so now I got to go all in, as the kids say. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Oh, not much. No? No. Just working. Any funny stories about work? Um, not that I'll share on here. <laughs> okay. Well, before we get into it then, I can start with announcing the next Extra Life. Friday, February 26th, be 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. Moderator Ryan will be there the entire time. Not true. Until he comes over in person. And we just talked about this. We're going to do NHL, and we're going to do up to 10 games. The first game, if he beats me, I'll donate $100, and then every game I potentially win, it'll go down $10 until we get to the end. Or we could do double or nothing if I beat you the first game. Then... 200? Yeah, and then double or nothing. And just keep going until you owe $1,000. Yeah, it makes a lot less sense. <laughs> um, and then if you don't beat me at all, which you won't because I'm the best. Yeah, I probably not won't. To be cocky. No, I think you could beat me. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll still donate $10. So it'll be a fun time. Okay. Do I have to donate? You don't we have didn't talk to. about that. Um, I was donate. You say you better I, as well if you're watching this right now. I was going to say we could do that, but then I thought you'd be pissed off. I was going to say if I beat you all 10, you could donate something. I'll stop but, donate. Well, we could do that then. You can donate $10 if I beat you all 10 times. Okay. Look at that. Yeah. There's a deal. So that way I have a little more motivation to try and beat you. Yeah. <laughs> and then before we get on to the regular show, a couple a couple important things. So I was at KFC the other day. Mm-hmm. Why are you rolling your eyes? I didn't. Okay. And I need your opinion. Okay. What is your thoughts on sports? I hate them. I knew you'd be that guy. Why do you hate him? Okay, because it's not a good spoon and it's not a good fork. What is it good at? It's good at being nothing. See, that's a common thing. I think they're fucking amazing because you don't want them for everything, but most things they benefit from, like macaroni and cheese, you don't really want a spoon or a fork. What's no. the solution? A fork. No, you want a spoon. You don't because then they slide off of there and then when you're down to your it's last like spoon. 10 noodles, you're like, oh, you playing that forever. 
If you get a fork, you can get a whole handful. It's a perfect combo. You could just be like the Indians and just use your hand. That's racist. That's not racist. That's how they eat over You're there. You're going to get, well, there's a lot of things that are the way they are, but you get called racist for saying it. Well, then this let's is, fake outrage about it. Well, that's at the end of the show. All right. I told spoilers. you to have some ready this time. I so. didn't. I still don't understand the concept. Like, I get it, but I don't understand how to make it. <laughs> like, I can get on board with it. Like, yeah, that's fucking stupid, but. Sorry, I was trying not to cuss, and that already went through. Oh, you can cuss. I don't want to cuss, though. Why not? Because I'm just trying not to. You say cuss. I don't don't need it in my life. That's fucking brave of you, you pussy. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem, bitch. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so yeah, sporks dumb. Next topic. What is your guys' opinion on sporks? I feel like... Comment, let me know, because I feel like it's common for people to hate on it, and I think it's silly. Oh, kind of off topic, but a little on yeah. topic. Um, on sports? Uh, just something, when you said comment below, something we could do is we could throw up a poll on YouTube and uh, ask people their opinions on sports. I heard it's a good way to get engagement and break the YouTube algor- algorithm. I haven't seen an option for a poll, but... I don't know how you do it, but it's something under the community tab, I think. If it lets me in... Yeah, we can do that. If not, you can comment. Or you can do both. Yeah. Help us out extra, you know? Extra. I really want the people to comment who don't comment, but we have like, you got like 30 views on an episode and there's like one comment. It's either me or James usually. <laughs> it's like, who are these other 29 people? I know like Danielle's probably like one of them. But I know. That's why I try and mention it. And I'll not even just see who they are, but like I said, I really do like when people comment because then more discussion and whatnot. Yeah. Especially when you comment on the, <laughs> the troll bots. <laughs> some are too good I have to give them credit I delete a lot of them but some are too funny <laughs> and then the last thing I want to talk about you're going to think this is a joke but this is actually serious okay. I'm sure you well who knows with it being you did you see Russell Limbaugh died today no I did not oh you're not going to ask who that is I know who it is Okay. Um, yeah I died of cancer and Pretty terrible kind of cancer, and I hate him. And hmm. I wasn't know. it stomach cancer? Yeah, yeah. I think I and heard about him having it. Yeah, he's had it for quite a while, so yeah. quite a battle. And I hate him. I think he's obviously a nut job, and I don't agree with him with anything mm-hmm. he says. And my dad used to listen to him every day, so yeah, his voice alone. Is, oh my god. Yeah, especially when it's coming over the like really terrible AM frequencies. Like, <laughs> and he's like, "What is he saying?" You got to turn up to like twenty in your car, and it's just blowing your eardrums out and you can still barely understand what he's saying but uh-huh. you're getting the full rush Limbaugh it's great I had endured many of the times like but, that, but yeah? yeah so you know yeah but what I was gonna say I'm not gonna do a whole like a ceremony for him or anything I don't care yeah. about him and I mean he deserves that but in the chat. I think it's weird unsurprising but weird the reaction to it people are celebrating it in the top two trending hashtags are uh, making fun of him. Hmm. And this isn't just like random trolls. You can be like, well, yeah, everybody's, you all can find people like that on the internet. People. Yeah, these are a ton of verified people. Hmm. And also, obviously, enough random people to get it to the top trending things is that. And I just feel like that's uh, really weird and pretty fucking sad that that's how society is. And like I said, I have no good feelings for him. Yeah. But I think it's so weird that it's that way because, uh, if other people die and you even make a joke, then it's the end of the world. So it kind of seems like people pick and choose yeah. when it's okay to do that. And like I said, I don't think you have to worship him or 
even respect or anything. I think it's just kind of fucking weird and a little, a little uh, depressing to see other people's lives that they think they need to do that when somebody dies. That's just not yeah. really. I don't know. It seems like even if you don't agree with them or you don't think they're the greatest person, doesn't mean you gotta go out, get out of your way and mock them or make a. I don't know. No, that's exactly how I feel. Like, uh, the example I was using when Kobe Bryant died, I'm, it was never for sure, but it was, I feel like in my heart, there's a good chance he was a rapist and there's a good amount of evidence to support that. Yeah. And I feel like that's a pretty terrible thing, but you don't know for sure. Um, oh, okay. I thought my phone was backed up for there for a second. Um, but I was making jokes about that because I was like, I'm pretty sure he's a rapist, but even then I wasn't like, I'm glad he died or he deserved it. I was like, I'm not going to, I don't think he deserved it, but I'm not going to feel bad about making jokes about somebody I'm pretty sure was a rapist and not jokes that they deserve to die, but jokes about what he did in that situation. And people are like, that's disgusting. You can't joke about people who died. And then I've seen these same people celebrating his death. So that's literally beyond what I did. And I wasn't even talking about his death. So I just think it's weird how yeah people can be like that but do you have something to say Segway. when are you getting oh. the twitter verified check mark uh, yeah. <laughs> my personal one or yeah. current backloggers current backloggers uh i think we're at like 20 followers now so we're almost there is there a limit you have to like have so many followers is that how it works or? um i think you have to apply for it too yeah so maybe when i get to 15 thousand like no 15 total uh, at least you're 20. I don't know. I'm uh, just being stupid. I'm just saying a very small number of me. I'll apply for it. I don't uh, think you'll even let yeah, me. I just go and apply for it right yeah. now. Give it a check mark. Um, but, uh. Oh, sorry. Don't no, me. go ahead. Um, just something else. While we're talking about Twitter. Yeah. Um, I was, I don't really get on Twitter much. Uh-huh. Um, I know like people like Nixon are on it like, every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was on it, um, looking through elon musk some of his tweets and just the comments it's just like cesspool of people who follow him it's just like 90 percent of it's like bots or people with his name as like spaced out like elon musk with like a weird like e or something in it and they're like come check out my website and but they get around posting website by making it a poll where like they put the name of the website in the poll and it's just like just scam and then like these scam bots are replying to other scam bots and i was like like what the hell this is the kind of people he attracts to him like i don't know it's just weird and all of his stuff is just like memes and you used to be one of those people you get mad when i make fun of him what elon uh-huh no, no you did no <laughs> you're living an alternate reality no because i feel like everybody took a hard turn on him sorry no, I just think it's funny because you talk about me and Cody. Anytime we make a mistake doing that. But uh, so I don't sorry. even hate him. I just think it's weird the uh, like cult following he has and mm-hmm. how nobody will admit that some of the stuff he hypes up never follows through or most stuff he hypes up never follows through with the yeah. potential he says. I mean, I think he definitely has, he obviously has very good ideas and I think for the most part has good intentions. Like the whole trying to switch to more renewable ways of doing things and um especially like the more recent development of like his starlink internet network i think that's 
pretty big game changer. I just actually got a email because I signed up for it just to see like what it was all about, and I just got an email saying that there's reservation spots open for our area, and that you could I could and I was like submit your email and we'll email you when or put a deposit down and then we'll email you when your your slot is up or something. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. It's already rolling out like that big. Or like, right, give like, us your money and we'll get back to you. Yeah, it is. Um, it's pretty pricey. It's like. <laughs> So the the unit the receiver you have to pay for is five hundred dollars, and then it's a hundred dollars a month for service, wow. which sounds ridiculous. But uh-huh. um, I was talking to people. So when I work uh, down in the Ross Correctional down at the prison, there's a guy down there that pays like like eighty or ninety dollars a month for like DSL internet because it's all he can get out in like the country, and uh, he's like. He's like, oh, last time I was there, it's always somebody's like, man, I'm, I'm on this. I can't wait. I gotta get it on there because he's like paying pri- pretty much the same price for like, like a a third of the, not even a third, like a tenth of the speed. Because like I think he was getting maybe ten megabits down, and I think they say a hundred, hundred fifty through the the Starlink. So it's pretty impressive. They say it, but is that gonna happen? Um, I've seen That's, a lot of people are saying pretty good things about it. They said a lot of good things about everything he he does, and yeah, but I I, I just. Like people who don't, you can tell they're like not Elon fans. There's like people who like live out in the sticks and they're like, I've been wanting internet for 20 years. And then now they can just throw up a satellite on the roof and, or like a receiver on the roof. And now they're like on, in their house, like, all right, here we go. Try it out. And they're like getting a hundred megabytes down and it's snowing. I was like, that's pretty good. Can you think of anybody else like that? That there's like, I have an idea. Give me, you need $500 and a deposit. And I'll get back to you. And then people just fucking flock to that. No, but <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like that overnight, I'm sure. I'm sure it was over time. But I can't, I think people I could mean, do that for I could years. Say, and, I could say the most person like he reminds me of is like um, Apple and how like their cult following. Like how many people or how many products do you know where people line up? Like back when iPhones were real big, like people line up for hours and hours to get to be the first one to have an iPhone, the new iPhone, you know, and they'd have like news crews walking around, like interviewing people like, how long you been here? He's like, oh, I've been here 27 hours. They like have like a little tent out there and they got like their little camp stove cooking up dinner just to get the new iPhone. <laughs> So you were there, weren't you? Oh yeah, I was at all of them, buddy. And I was probably too young to even <laughs> care about the iPhones back then. Okay, well we can get in the regular show if you okay. want. I know you can't stay as late as I'm usually at four. Yeah. Well, don't want to keep the viewers up all night either, you know. Mm. I mean, this won't release at nighttime probably, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, we want to keep them up. Maybe maybe you have a glitch and it releases later in the day, and they're like, oh, i got to watch it all night. As long as you don't have a train wreck, there shouldn't be much editing, it should feel like. Editing? Yeah. Did you edit the last one? I did. Oh, really? You didn't watch it? You said? I told you I couldn't watch it. I oh, can't Chloe watch it with told my me voice. You told him he had to watch it, so he's like, I don't know. What? I told him he had to watch it. Yeah, that's what I said, so... Oh. He assumed that you really liked it because you know, I'm not sure what part he's talking about because I don't know what he really liked that he wants me to see. Oh. No, I just, I was here for all of it, but I don't want you to see all of it. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, I got to start calling out Cody more, I guess. Because oh. he watches these. That's right. Okay, well, we can talk about the things we forgot about from the week before 
or a mm. week before. You got um, anything? See, um, when I was trying to think of all this stuff, I was really wishing I had a template of like all this because I, I know I watch it and I just don't ever remember what all we talked about. You should have asked me. I could have done that. I know. I forgot. Well, so what I we'll kick Cody out again. So I'll tell you. I, I forgot. Um, <laughs> I forgot to ask you for the list of things. That, all right. That I need to think about. Well, next is uh, correction, so that can morph into that. Do that okay. next time. And yeah, I'll that. correct that for next time, everybody. <laughs> um, the only things that I have is when we were talking about Mass Effect, I totally forgot to talk about the um, Legendary Edition they have coming out, or the Collector's Edition, I think they're calling mm-hmm. it. It's uh, You get a full-size helmet that Shepard wears that actually fits on Shepard. your head. <laughs> yeah, Shepard. <laughs> and uh, it's actually pretty fucking cool. The fact that it can even fit on your head is one thing. Usually there's like something to like this. You just sit there. But if you want to put it on while you're playing. And uh, then it has a button where you can change the <laughs> visor to blue and red. So it's pretty fucking cool when you get a lot of other like pins and collectible things with it. Um, Cody loves those. Ooh. Yeah, he's not a big Mass Effect guy, but this is one of the cooler collection editions I've ever seen. Um, did you want to, want to say something before I moved on? Um, this kind of goes back to what, what I was doing. Um, okay. But we can circle back around. I don't know. I don't want to mess up the flow. Okay. So um, just remind me. Okay. Well. It's about collectibles <laughs> and Cody. That could be a, a deep hole there. Ooh. But um, it costs $150. I don't buy collector's editions really unless it's Halo or Gears, so my favorite series. Mm. But Mass Effect is one of those. It's really? been a long time. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I might do it. It's pretty fucking stupid, the helmet and all this stuff. And picturing me sitting there wearing the helmet playing would be really funny. But then I realized, well, James told me actually that it doesn't include the game. Uh, what? And I was like, that explains how it can be $150 because uh, the, helmet, the helmet alone is probably Yeah, that 100. seemed too good of a deal. That's part of what I was going to do. I was like, yeah. this is one a game I like, and that also seems like too good of a deal. And it's kind of well, me and Cody had talked about that before. I thought it was really weird when they first started doing that because Mass Effect's not the first uh, game to do that. Hmm. But then the I actually, or just no, not including the game stuff in general. Yeah. yeah, just not including the game in their collector's edition. But I actually think it makes a lot of sense to do that now because so many people buy it digitally. That I feel like kind of is shitty to if they want to be a collector to make them buy the game again. So I think that's a good way, actually a good way to do it. So that way, if you want to buy physical, you can buy both of them. And yep. if you want to buy digital, you can still get your collectors. I guess. It, I mean, if you're like Cody, he <laughs> wants to have that physical copy of it, even though it's just a disc that says you have it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think it's the best of both worlds. You buy both those separate. Yeah. Or you buy, if you don't like physical, you buy the digital, and you're like, oh, I still want to get the collector stuff. I don't want to fucking buy the game again. Mm-hmm. So that's why. At first, I thought that was, uh, yeah, I thought that was real scummy too, but then... The later it gets, I feel like that company's really thinking ahead on that. Yeah. But it sucks because I can't justify it. Even though I don't think it's a bad deal for getting that. Like, if you're really into that kind of stuff, I think it's a decent price. But I can't justify that for mm. something I was already kind of debating. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't even announce or say the release date they announced is May 14th. Oh, so close to my birthday. When's your birthday? 17th. Oh, so I can get you the Mass Effect. Trilogy. Yeah. And you'll try it. Uh, Happy uh, birthday. Okay. <laughs> and then 
the other thing was actually when we did trivia with you, hmm. I was talking about Mario being his first appearance in Donkey Kong. Yeah. Which is true. I didn't steer you wrong. But he was actually named Jumpman then. Yeah. Because he didn't officially have a name. Yeah. I know. That yeah. James said that. I was like, oh, yeah, I knew that. I just didn't mention it. And then this is one I said I wasn't sure about, but I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Peach was the, uh, the princess. Mm-hmm. And it totally wasn't. It was Pauline. And I think it's a fair assumption. I think it was Peach, especially because Pauline was only in Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong 2, and then Mario Odyssey, the most recent Mario. And the the reason she's in the two earliest and the latest, the latest one is uh you're going through like all different dimensions and shit. So it's kind of cool because it takes you back to that dimension. Yeah. So it's a cool way of doing it, but it's weird to think the first girl in a Nintendo or Donkey Kong Mario game wasn't Peach, and yeah. they kind of just abandoned her, and Mario <laughs> became the big thing. That's funny. But uh, that's all I had. So do you want to top up your collector's thing? Oh, um, I was just gonna say, um, and if Cody talked to you about the Pokemon cards with the he McDonald's. Did. did he talk about it on the episode? No. Oh, okay. So me and him, because he's he has a little side YouTube channel, and uh, he does like documentaries and stuff on it. Check it out. We'll link it down below. I don't know if we'll actually link it down <laughs> below, but uh, <laughs> we should. I guess I don't. I don't actually know the name of his channel. <laughs> it's something like Goodman Gray's or something like that, or. I don't. Do you remember you're typing "Good Man Gray"? It's, it's gonna take you something else. <laughs> that's not it. It's something weird like that, though. Um, Do you remember it? No. Anyways, I'm getting off topic. I don't here. think that's it at all, though. Um, I know it's not, but it's something <laughs> weird like that. <laughs> so, anyways, he texted me last week and was like, "Hey, Ryan, uh, do you want to film me going through a McDonald's drive-through?" And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, this I got." They they're doing these Pokemon cars with the kids meals, and uh, want to go through the drive through and doing like, well he just wanted some of the cars obviously because he's an addict to collecting things, and <laughs> and uh, I was like okay that's fine he's like, he's like oh yeah and don't worry like my car is so low that they don't even know you're filming like the angle and everything he's like I've been I've done it with Peter before, um his, our friend Peter, and uh, he's. And like they're they're up high enough where like you don't even see the camera. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's that's cool. I was like, I figured it'd be kind of weird, but okay. So <laughs> we get out there and like we're filming and like we he orders his kids meals and of course he I don't think he's ever ordered kids meal before because he's like, all right, two kids meals please. And then he's like, all right, what do you want in them? He's like, oh, uh, he's like obviously he just wants the Pokemon cards because he's not even eating fast food right now. So he's like, uh, just. Two plain burgers. He's like, okay, what do you want your drinks? He's like, Diet Cokes. He's like, okay. Then we pull around and like, like I don't know what he's on, but we we're definitely like right with level with the guy. So I'm just got my cam, the camera. He's like a, it's a full DSLR camera right here, and then uh-huh. it's just like pointed right at him. I'm like, this is so awkward. I was like, Cody, what the hell are we doing? So then I don't know why, but they don't say anything. I think uh-huh. you can kind of see like looking like <laughs> what's happening. But anyway, so then we pull the next window and the same thing and like, but they don't really say anything. They're kind of cool about it, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Cody asked him at the end, like, if we're about driving. He's like, "Is he even have a lot of adults over these?" He's like, "Oh yeah, everyone wants those Pokemon cards because I guess some of them are worth a lot of money. Or at least they were when it first came out. There's like a big like craze about them. Mm-hmm. But so it's just super awkward. Like next time you go through a drive-through, just hold up your big camera and 
Oh, my big something. Yeah. Sorry, I just I just remember that when you said collectibles, and I was like, I was gonna make a joke about joke about Cody collecting stuff, and I was like, oh, speaking of that, it's addiction to Pokemon cards. So, anyways, after we went through one, we sat in the parking lot and like this awkward unboxing <laughs> in his car. Where he's like, he's like got his knife out, and he's like trying not to damage <laughs> the packaging as he's opening up the car. He's like, it's like, he's open it up, dude, just rip it open. And he's like, no, you gotta, you gotta preserve the packaging. He's like, I might keep one of these unopened. I mean, that'd be that'd be cool if I just kept one unopened. And I was like. Okay, so he's like <laughs> sitting there with his knife, like shh, trying to get it open, and like just taking forever. I was like, "You're going to edit all this out, dude. This is not good content." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so then he gets open, and he's like doing them, and they're all like trash cars, of course. Because, and then he's like, he's like, "All right, he opens the next one. He ordered two. And he's like, he's like, man, I really want to go through again. I really want to go. He's like, we cannot go through again. We just, we just went through. They're gonna think we're even weirder if we go through again, like." He's like, he's like, okay, okay. So then he like goes the wrong way, and then so he had like circle back around the McDonald's, and as we're about to leave, he like pulls back in the drive-through. He's like, he's like, I gotta do it, man. Start filming. I was like, oh my god, Cody, you got a problem. You could this each one of those was like five, I think four or five dollars. I was like, that's an AMC stonk right there. What are you doing, dude? Like that's a thing compared to yeah. What an idiot! Come what an on. idiot! Come on, that's that's gonna be worth like ten thousand dollars in a couple of days. Yep, just like GameStop was apparently. It still is. Yeah. The squeeze hasn't happened. No, no. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's my story about uh that. Yeah. Why don't you just go to other McDonald's? <coughs> um, we actually did go to Burger King after because I guess he thought they were doing some sort of collectible toy thing for Nintendo? Yeah, they are. At yeah, least they were. And they didn't they gave him some he well when we went through he asked for the kids meal and then uh he's like he's like cuz before he ordered he's like I don't know if they're actually doing it. He's like I don't know. He's like but he's like whatever they whatever toy they gave me I'm putting it up <coughs> on my shelf, putting it on the wall. I was like okay and then he like gets through and he like pulls out this like I don't remember what it was, but he was very unhappy about it because it was apparently not up to his standards of being on his wall, and he he reneged on that one. So, <coughs> what? Nothing. Just edit that out. What? Nothing. Reneged? Um, <laughs> That's not a racist term, but it's a joke. Okay. Jesus, princess. Okay. I had to look that one up because I <laughs> thought it was for a long time because my racist grandma always said it. Um, and I was like, can I say this like around people? Because I used to say things that I didn't realize were racist because she always said them. And then I was like, oh, you can't be saying that. Cody can relate on that one. He tells some stories about those things. So. <coughs> Anyways, where were we? Um, we can get to questions, questions, and feedback. No email from Ryan this week. Did you want to, for the first time, read one for the viewers and listeners? Um, so a little explanation about that. It's. So when I'm doing the emails, I always watch the last episode. Right. And so the last episode that I watched before Cody came on, this is 54, I think. I yeah, think so. I think so. So, said it beginning so, of 50, so 53, yeah. well, I was on 52 and then 53 was in and they were like, oh, no email from Ryan. I was like, well, how am I supposed to do an email about the episode I was on? That doesn't make any sense. So then I was going to do one, but then you asked me to be on this week. So now it's like. How am I? Do I go back two episodes and do an email on that episode, or well, an email on my own episode? I think you could honestly do that one on episode ten, and we still wouldn't know what the hell you're talking about. So yeah, it doesn't really matter what episode you do it to. I know, but it's just 
that's the reasoning, I guess. Okay. But there'll be one eventually. So you're not going to read one for us? Right now? Yeah. No, not right now. Okay. Well, you do that at some point. The listeners are wanting it and viewers. Who's, who's that? James. <laughs> James? Yeah, he said he needs to hear you and um, see you read one. We'll see. Maybe maybe for like episode 100, like a special oh, or something. Oh, there we go. Um, there. Or maybe for the next stream. Or maybe when we hit 50 subscribers. Ooh. Let's do 100. I'll probably be first. <laughs> Let's see Cody and James start making uh, fake accounts. and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Don't do it. So question of the week, speaking of James B. Sorry. How's it going, guys? It's going great, James. Thanks. Oh. I want to say thanks again to James. He's, he's, he's like a clock. He's always ticking along. He's always there. Appreciate you. Yeah, he hasn't missed a week of it, actually. He really hasn't. He's better. kind of nuts. He's like 10 times better viewer than me. Oh, that's not a contest. It's okay, bud. I know. I'm just saying thank you, James. We need to we need to do something special for James, if you know what Ooh. I mean. I think I was already there, which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So I sang this one earlier today. I'm curious if you even know what men are yeah, not. Yeah, I, I had to Google all the things. Oh, okay. So you did understand eventually. Mm, so <laughs> this one is kind of weird. Wait, but as someone, but as someone, now you messed me up. Now someone I'm overthinks. You. Oh, you're reading. Okay, no, you're reading it. Go ahead. This one is kind of weird, but as someone who overthinks a lot of things, I may have I have my own head cannon. For example, I try to fit different things together, like Mass Effect and MCU. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, Ryan. but I got that one. Have you I, guys I work with Jeff? Have you guys ever had your own head cannon? Also, an underrated random comment: Wanda is definitely the most powerful Avenger. Signed, Sasquatch. Thanks, Sasquatch. Appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> so, you got some head cannon? Um, so I'm not. I'll just take you through my thought process. Okay. So I was like, head cannon. <laughs> uh. This, we're getting so a I, email right now. So I read it like twice. It's like this headcanon. It's like I don't know what the term headcanon is, and it, I couldn't even pick it up from my like, context. I was like, all right, I'll just Google it. So I Google headcanon, and it actually did pop up little pictures of people with a cannon for a head, <laughs> but it also popped up the definition, which is like, did it bring up any pictures of Boomer? No, it didn't. You know who that is, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was like, so it, like brought up the definition of a cannon, which is like. I guess like the lore of like a story and then headcanon stuff like you have in your head that you make up along the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I don't have any. That's <laughs> long story short. I don't, maybe if you say something, it'll like click with me. Like, So importantly, before I move on, Boomer was a mascot for the Blue Jackets for one season, Rip. maybe half a season. Yep. And they modeled him after the cannon that they have in the arena. Mm. But the issue was he totally looked like cock and balls <laughs> because the wheels looked like balls <laughs> and his cannon looked like a dick. <laughs> and all the pictures they had just were very sexual even though they <laughs> acted like it was innocent. So either somebody is so innocent that they don't realize that that was clearly dirty and the team name is already CBJ, so the the BJs. And uh, they were cowards and fucking let go of Boomer. And now Gritty is the star of the NHL that could have had a hit on their hands. Yep. And they could bring him back now while everybody's talking about, oh, you boomer. He yeah. Like, boomer. And then he's back. Um, speaking of can, I was just talking about the can today with a coworker. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do you need a share? Nope. No? Okay. Um, <laughs> I unfortunately don't have any head can either. I'm sorry, James. Um, 
I thought of about a lot of things that throughout playing games and watching shows, I think it'd be like cool crossovers, but that's not really headcanon. That's just like a, mm. that's different than a crossover. Yeah. Like I think it'd be cool to see how Halo and Gears of War interact together. But even that, I feel like would be, I feel like it's easy to be in your head. Like those are the two biggest Microsoft franchises. They're both shooters, but I think they would actually fit together very weird, but I'd be curious to see what they'd be like. Um, so a lot of stuff like that where I'd like mash two things together, but not really like. I know this. stuff about that. About mashing things together. Okay, yeah. I'll stop for a second. Go on. No, it's okay. Okay, so you don't know anything about that. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry, James, for a lame answer because I think it is a good question. And I feel like if I could get all my memories from being a kid and all the games and movies I played, I could have an answer. My brain right now is just thinking like two properties together. Oh, those would be cool to see how they interact together, but not really what you're describing. So we'll read this again when Cody's on, see if he has a better answer for us. He's probably watching this one anyway, so yeah, he can uh, have time to think about the question too. And then by the time next time Ryan's on, he'll uh, he'll be all about his head cannon, all about it. Which I'm surprised I didn't bring up pictures of people giving head and cannon or something you know no head cannon i don't think it's a thing no okay i mean i'm sure it is but not not really okay well if you have any questions question or feedback you can send to current at gmail.com and then this will take us to the news i have a couple small things mm. um that i <laughs> don't really read the whole story so just more things to talk about real quick ratchet and clank riff apart had got its release date for PS5 June 11th, and Juneteenth. Oh God, why are you the way you are? <laughs> and then the other thing I totally forgot to say. So if you want to start on the news, Ryan, you can look for that. Um, I'm reading now. You're reading now. Buddy. Alrighty. So this is from IGN. Cancelled Iraq War FPS six days in Fallujah re- resurrected for 2021 release. Never heard of that one. You didn't hear about this when it was canceled first time. No. All I'm right. I'm all about FPSs. Okay. So, Six Days in Fallujah, a military FPS based on the real Iraq war battle, has been resurrected by a new developer and publisher after being canceled by its original publisher over a decade ago. That was before cancel culture. They were, bu- they were ahead of their times, I guess. Well, that's why it got canceled, was cancel culture. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's been around that long. Uh-huh. Just yeah. morphing, you know? Yeah. Set for release on PC... And consoles this year, the new version of Six Days in Fallujah is developed by Highwire Games, a studio founded by Halo's lead designer and published by Victura. Victura? Victura. How do you say that one, Nina? I don't know. I just want to keep hearing you try it. Okay. A tactical (laughs) shooter? Tactical. Tactical. Tactical shooter. The game is based on events that took place in 2004 during a second battle for Fallujah in Iraq. Designed with accuracy in mind, over 100 Marines, soldiers, and Iraqi civilians have been interviewed to ensure authenticity. The campaign depicts six days of conflict as experienced by the U.S. Marines as they attempted to recapture Fallujah from the Al-Qaeda. To simulate the battle, the developers at Hardware Games claim to have created a unique, quote, unique technologies and game mechanics, end quote, designed to replicate the uncertainty and tactics of modern combat in a way other games do not. Heard that one before. The original version of Six Days in Fallujah was announced in 2009 by developer Atomic Games and publisher Konami. Oh, you know them. 
I do. Yeah. <laughs> what? Isn't Konami... Oh, boy. Never mind. Oh, it's off topic. <laughs> but was met with criticism from war veterans and anti-war groups. Setting a violent video game in a real-world war. A real-world war. In a real-world war. Particularly one not just fresh in the memory, but also seen as unjust. Was seen... Was... Wait. But... I gotta get this right. Some people don't know how to structure sentences, okay? I'm sure it's not me. Setting a violent video game in a real world war. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have to do some editing again to keep this up. <laughs> no. Okay, hold it together. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're feedback looping here. <laughs> Alright. Setting a violent video game in a real world war, particularly one not just fresh in the memory, but also seen as unjust, was seen as controversial. <laughs> 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 looking at me. <laughs> uh, why is this always pressing? <laughs> What happened this time? Um, one more time. <laughs> Maybe should we skip that sentence? No, I just want to look at you. Okay, okay. Setting a violent video game in a real world war, particularly one not just fresh in the memory, but also seen as unjust, was seen as. That doesn't make any sense! Why did they do it like that? Ha! <laughs> 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 it doesn't. It's a double scene that really throws it off. <laughs> Not just. And they use. They use one, two. <laughs> I don't know. They use two dashes. When do you use a dash in a sentence? Is that grammatically correct? Setting a violent <laughs> video game in a real world war. Dash. Particularly one. Particularly one not just fresh in the memory, but but also seen as con but also seen as unjust was seen as controversial. Does that make sense? <laughs> I feel like I'm I need to do it in like a spoken word to get it to come out right. Anyways, moving on. The that this caused Konami to pull out of the project, while never formally cancelled by Tommy Games News. But <laughs> I, I can't read now. While never, <laughs> we're gonna edit all this out. You know that, right? No, definitely not. Okay. Uh. <laughs> while <laughs> while never formally. <laughs> Stop laughing. Everything you tell me to do doesn't work. You like, don't look at me. I don't look. Stop at me. laughing. Okay. We'll be fine. While never formally canceled by Atomic Games, news on Six Days in Fallujah gradually faded. In the years one, in the years since, Atomic <laughs> Games former CEO Peter Tom. T A M T E. How would you say that? T M T. I don't know. So their their CEO. 
has been working on a new version of Six Days in Fallujah since 2016. It's hard, quote, it's hard to understand what combat is actually like through fake people doing fake fake things in fake places, said Tomate in a press statement. This generation showed a sacrifice and courage in Iraq as as remarkable as any in history, and now they're offering the rest of us a new way to understand one of the most important events of our century. It's time to challenge outdated stereotypes about what video games can be. Why do they keep using his last name? I can't say it. <laughs> the CEO himself was the executive vice president of Bungie during the development of and launch of Halo Combat Evolved. Development team of the new version of Six Days in Fallujah is headed up by Jamie Grishmere, who is led develop, lead developer on Halo and Destiny, while music is provided by Halo's original composer, Marty O'Donnell. Numerous other ex-Bungie staff make up Highwire, including former design director, character, vehicle, and weapon artists. Victoria has said that more details on the game will be released in the coming weeks. So now I see why you like it so much, because it's just like everybody from Halo is in on this. That's not why I like it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because all the names are hard to say. <laughs> and you want me to strumble. <laughs> <laughs> so before I get into why I like it, as you read in there, is um, originally canceled. When was that? 2016. Not 2016. Yeah. 2016, but oh, sorry, in 2009. Yeah, I was gonna say I knew it was in. Damn, that was really fresh. Yeah, the war was. I mean, it's still happening now. I guess you could say, but that was like right in the thick of it. So that was the argument that it was fresh in people's minds, and that it was too soon to do something like that, and especially in video game form. So, how do you feel about that first? About them originally canceling it? I don't know. I mean. You had Call of Duties coming out with like Modern Warfare and all that, like probably right around the same time. So maybe because they were trying to base it directly off of um, real world events. But I mean, it's no different from people reporting news on it or stuff like that. It's just another way to experience history. Yeah, that's that's why I think this was definitely. I know it's like a joke saying cancel culture now, but yeah. I think that's what it was because. Yeah, Call of Duty, I think, gets away with it because even though they're clearly talking about that, mm-hmm. I guess if you don't mention it or don't act like it, then you yeah. can do whatever you want. It's like an alternate timeline. Yeah. Um, but I think, well, I have stronger views than most people about this, but before I get to that, I think um, I think it's a little hypocritical to go so hard at games and say that they can't be creating things that are fresh in minds or things things are so serious when they let TV shows and movies do it. Yeah. It's just another form of media, but I feel like people's imagination of games are either stuck in the 80s and just see Pac-Man and Mario, or they take the other end of that and just see the, what's new, like Grand Theft Auto, like the worst things that can come from video games. I know you like that. I'm not even talking about quality, but you know what I mean? What's like, they think if you do something bad in a game, it influences yeah. what you would do in real life. Yeah, and... Yeah. Like, if you you wouldn't download a car, so why would you download a, a movie? Bingo. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's one of the worst arguments when you just let movies come out like that. Like, there's countless 9-11 movies right after 9-11. Mm-hmm. And I won't say there was no pushback, because there was, but it wasn't heavy, and all those th- things still came out and were successful. So, obviously, mm-hmm. people were willing to go see it as well. Yeah. 
And in that's fact, not, they even showed them like in school and stuff. Yeah. And there's been countless. That 9/11 isn't the only thing. There's been many wars. There's been horrific things have happened that they will make into shows, documentaries, movies instantly, and majority of people just don't bat an eye at it. Yeah. So I think it's hypocritical. I also, like I said, I feel like we're meeting them on the extreme end. Is that I think you should literally be able to create anything as long as it's not like obvious, like you're raping somebody or actually killing somebody. I think even those things, I should think you should be able to recreate if you're trying to tell a story. And then it's up to people if they really want to spend the money or time to view that. But, I mean, there's already laws in place to protect things like that. If somebody's really showing somebody for real raping somebody or killing somebody, then that's obviously a crime anyways. So I think you really should be able to create whatever you want and then let the market decide if they're comfortable with that or not. There's plenty of things that exist that I'm like, that's... Sounds really offensive or fucking mm. terrible or just bad that I'm not gonna spend my time or money on. No, and that's their choice. Still make that. I'm not like, oh well, that shouldn't exist because I don't like it. And then I feel like then bringing back it started all up again. People you know, talking about how offensive it is and how this shouldn't be around. And um, the main argument I hear is that they're not taking. They're only thinking about the Americans' end and not what the civilians there saw. But as the article said, they've done over 100 interviews, and they also listed um, civilians and people that were fighting in Iraq. Mm. So <clears throat> I feel like they're getting other ends of it. Did they interview some al-Qaeda? I think it didn't it say that. I think you just said civilian and no. people were there. But I don't know, maybe... Um, I don't even know if they're allowed to do that or not, if they wanted to, or have the ability to if they wanted to but um i feel like that's the main argument i've heard is that it's in bad taste and even on the americans it's in bad taste because it was a war they didn't want to fight but i feel like people don't know how to separate things even if you think i don't think the uh the war should be the relevant thing or the politics of it i think you should be able to appreciate what they did in that moment Mm. That's like that's literally the <laughs> definition of like supporting the troops. Yeah. Is recognizing what they did. You don't have to be like, Well, I support the war. They were in that situation so they had to do what they had to do. And I feel like things should be separated in those terms. Or I feel like you could never really talk about anything fairly. Yeah. And well, I I could keep going, but do you want to add anything? Or do you have anything um, to say? I was just gonna say I could I guess if you go under the justification that like oh well a, a movie or documentary about the subject well it's you know media as is the video game is media but <clears throat> i think the one difference people see is you go watch a documentary about it to learn more about it and you play a video game about it to it's a game it's to have fun and it's like how could you play something that you're having fun while it's about real people dying and real like a real country being torn apart you know, so I guess if you play the devil's advocate, like you could see, say, say from that aspect. Yeah, I think you can make argument there. I think you okay. Yeah, I thought I saw something crawling on the ceiling. Oh, that'd be me in the podcast. <laughs> um, I think you can make an argument for that. I think there's also you know devil's advocate to that though, because I think you could say that's kind of being stuck in a one dimension of games. Yeah. Because there's plenty of games that teach you that 
aren't the funnest, or even if they are fun, still teach you something. And if you watch the trailer for this, I think that's the most interesting part. They're only interviewing from what I saw soldiers in the trailer. They're not interviewing the civilians or anything. But in it, they're talking literally with soldiers that were part of that, not just like generic, oh, I'm in the military. Actually, people were... were Danny DeLuca. Yeah. They were part of this, and they were talking about... I got kicked out of boot camp. They were talking about uh, seeing their friends die in front of them and like real heavy shit that I feel like they're attempting to try and make it a story to honor them yeah. and to tell something historic. So I feel like even if you want to devil's advocate on that, I feel like that's trying to limit games and also not let them progress. I think they're already there in a way with certain games. But uh, I think the more you put blockers on that, the more you're going to get stuck in. Here's your over-the-top first-person shooter with explosions everywhere. and mm-hmm. feel like you're really limiting yourself there. Yeah. Um, and then as far as the Halo stuff, yeah, that's that got me more intrigued, but I was super bummed this got canceled because I was like, this is so different than what you get in games normally. So I was curious to see what it, how it turned out. And mm-hmm. then when they brought it back, got me more intrigued. And then this just, the Halo stuff, exciting because I love Halo, but it more so gives me hope that it's got good creators behind it. And yeah, it's not just like, oh, we found this controversial yeah. game, so this will get some buys. They also have people that are experienced and yeah. made a successful game. And this is like, as it says in here, some of like the original Halo people that made some of the best stuff. And Mario Donald is, I think, easily one of the best people music-wise in games. Mm. So and I think music would be very important in some, and sound in yeah. general would be very important in a game like this. Yeah, I'll have to look in more into it see if it's more like story campaign based or if it's like that's what it seems like. I'm yeah, which I'm excited for because I I prefer like when I play the Call of Duty, I, I really like the campaign and stories a bit. Yeah, I love multiplayer, but I also love campaigns and single player, and mm. there's not enough of that, especially narrative driven and not a hundred hour commitment open world and yeah. do everything. I'm hopeful it's a uh, multiplayer too. Cause that'd be, I think it'd be fun to co-op with some friends or something. Yeah. Seeing as how Halos are, I think they might go that route. But yeah, I'll look more into it. And we'll keep up, keep you guys updated about the progress. That's right. And I'll add, uh, you're talking about movies or games. Mm-hmm. The difference is that people have fun. I'm not gonna lie to you and tell you that there's not some real fucked up movies and war movies that I had. Didn't have some fun watching, like uh. Hacksaw Ridge, that movie you really break it down. Yeah, that movie's super serious and sad, but it's also funny in that ironic way, but also just entertaining. Like, Holy shit, this is nuts. Or like Dunkirk, you're like, man, this is so crazy. But then yeah. you really think about your life. Oh, Dunkirk was so good. You know, this kind of fucked up and really watching this. Yeah. So I feel yeah. the same thing can be said for movies, even though they're supposed to just be sitting there, not interactive and learning. Yeah, you make more noise than me and Cody ever could. Person that hates the sound so much. But I'm just trying to adjust my mic. Okay. It's not going good. Here, I'll, I'll turn it off for a second while you keep talking about something. Okay. Um, I'm just super excited this for this. I hope it doesn't get canceled. Um, I'm sad to say that I wouldn't be surprised if it does. Seeing the backlash it gets, but I hope they stick to that and they use their evidence of all the interviews they put together 
and stick to their guns, their guns mm-hmm. about uh, what they're trying to do and showing these interviews of the people that literally lived through it. So I feel like it's a hard case to make people, well, they're not really paying respects and they're not treating it right and they're just trying to make an entertaining, fun game yeah. when the people that literally experience they're like, no, we should do it. I feel like it's literally uh, how I can describe most can- uh, cancel culture things and social issues now. It's like, well, uh, like Native Americans, you can be like, well, they're offended by this. And they're like, oh, no, we're not. No, 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 you are. You are. No. No, we're really not. And they just have all these white and black people telling them that they're offended until it changes, even though the the actual source of it was not offended by it. Yeah, so like the or people maybe that, the minority of the source was. So yeah. Was the vocal minority. Yeah, I was, I, of course, that that's what I was going to say next. That doesn't mean that, obviously, that everybody is. But you also can't play to, this isn't a joke about minorities, you can't play to the minority because... Obviously, there's always going to be a different opinion out there. So if you're doing that, you couldn't create anything because even something as fucking playful as Mario, there's people out there who have issues with that. Mm-hmm. So you go, well, they're a minority, but they're still offended. Yeah. Like, uh, or I, never putting spiders in a video game because some people are scared of them. And even that, I told you, I was like, yeah, it sucks, but I just wouldn't get play it. I was mm-hmm. like, well, no, 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 they should fix this. I can't believe they actually have a workaround, and I think it's impressive. But yeah, I would never actually criticize the game for that. Yeah. I bet that fucking sucks. I can't play it. But, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how it turns out and hopefully it does turn out. Yeah. All right, next article. Let's see if this one goes any better. <laughs> it's um a little shorter, so. Well, let me tell you this. Yeah. You should, I need to test this out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You see the uh, headline here, right? From Variety, Jack Black to play Claptrap. Yeah, I think you should say that five times fast. The Jack Black to Jack play Claptrap. Jack Black to play Claptrap. Jack Black, Jack Black <laughs> to play Claptrap. Jack Black to play Claptrap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was like Yeah, the first time I read it, I was like, oh, shit, I bet that would not go well. But continue on. All right. Jack Black has been cast in Borderlands, Lionsgate's movie's adaptation to the popular video game. He joins an A-list ensemble that includes Conte. I added it in there. There is not. Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Kevin Hart, and Jamie Lee Curtis. Black will voice the role of Claptrap, a persistently sarcastic robot that isn't all that invested in the survival of his teammates. Eli Roth, who previously collaborated with Black and Blanchette on the 2018 family comedy The House with a Clock in Its Walls, is directing Borderlands. I'm so excited to reunite with Jack this time in recording booth, Roth said. (coughs) Claptrap is the funniest character in the game, and Jack is the perfect Jack is perfect to bring him to the big screen. Nathan Kahn, president of the Lionsgate Motion Group Picture Group, says choosing Black for the role was one of the biggest no-brainer casting decisions we've ever made. <coughs> we couldn't have been more in sync with our filmmakers and casting executives as we approached this role, Kahn said. Everyone who's ever played the game knows Jack is perfect for this part. We're thrilled he will add to the endless comedic energy and voice to our film. He'll bring so much to the movie. <coughs> Borderlands is one of the is based on the role-playing shooter game that launched in 2009. The game, which has spawned several sequels and stands as one of the most successful franchises, takes place on the planet of Pandora. Craig Mazin, who has created the acclaimed HBO mi- miniseries, what is miniseries one word? Uh huh. Really? Well, I know that's how it's always put. <laughs> I don't know if that's correct or not. I don't. I don't think it should be one word, or it should be a dash in there. HBO, because I when I see 
miniseries. It takes me back to French. And for some reason, I see miniseries or something like that. Shit, just don't know like that. And I was like, miniseries? Miniseries. Many, many and I was like, now we're here. We're took an extra 10 minutes to say miniseries. Uh, anyways, he wrote the acclaimed miniseries Chernobyl and wrote the latest draft of the screenplay. As previously announced, Blanchett is playing the main protagonist, Lilith, while Hart is portraying a skilled soldier named Roland. Curtis has been cast as Tannis. Is that it? Tannis? I think so. Tannis, an archaeologist working on Pandora. Avi Arid and Ari are. <laughs> Avi Arid and Ari are. <laughs> what? Avi Arid and Ari Arid are produce- producing. <laughs> Is that really their name? <laughs> I think so. Avi Arid and Ari Arid. Is that really their name? That's that's a tongue twister right there. That's right, buddy. Avi Arid and Ari Arid <laughs> are Avi. That's one, two, <laughs> three, four, five R's in a row. That's some A's. Avi Arid and Ari Arid are producing through their Arid Productions <laughs> banner <laughs> with <laughs> with Eric. Fig, Fig, also producing. I can't say that. Fig, <laughs> it's F E I G. I don't know. Oh, how you say that. Gotcha. Fig, Fig. I was just being stupid, Fig. anyways. Fig. But <laughs> Fig. <laughs> also, also <laughs> producing. <laughs> Jesus. Randy Pitchford. Pitchford. What are these names? You know, I. This takes me back to like when you're <laughs> when you're in school and there's a substitute teacher and they're trying to say all the people's names <laughs> when they're doing roll call and you've heard the names like 200 times by now and you're already like yeah it's that's all, how I felt all that the Sandlers come on you can't say all the Sandlers that's why I felt that last one because I know it's Randy Pitchford hmm. yeah. so you said it right too but then yeah. yeah Randy Pitchford executive producer of the Borderlands video game franchise and founder of the Gearbox Entertainment Company is also executive producing the film with Strauss Design like chairman and CEO of Take-Two Interactive. James Myers and Aaron Edmonds are overseeing the project on behalf of Lionsgate. MEU is overseeing the film for Arid Productions. Lucky Lucy Kadada and Royce, Royce Reeves Darby are overseeing the project for Picture Star. Robert Mellon Melnick negotiated the deal on behalf of Lionsgate. And for some reason, I hearted that message. I'll take that back. <laughs> okay, so a few things here. A few things. Why do they need to mention all those names? At the <laughs> it's like, who cares who's overseeing it for some company? Like, um, Kate Blanchett is who I was. Might have been on our episode. Might have been with Cody's. I don't remember. Uh-huh. I was like, there's somebody else that the cast is a big name that was in Lord of the Rings. And I can't remember if I said her name, but that's who I was thinking of. Okay. Um, when are we going to play Borderlands 3? I bought it. When are we going to play? I don't know. I'm, when we get to the... Did we skip that one, The what we're playing? Um, no. We're later. Get, yeah, we're getting to that. Okay, because I was going to... We'll talk about that later then. Okay, fair enough. Um, and then something actually goes along <laughs> with the article. <laughs> yeah. That's her. That's her. I just want to see if I recognize her and I don't. No, of course you wouldn't. Of course you wouldn't. He's losing it. It's getting too late. It is way past bedtime. Um, 10.30. How do you feel about Jack Black playing, playing Claptrap? 
I think he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he kind of has that annoying high pitched voice and has a lot of energy, so I could I could see it. That's funny you said that because that's the one reason I doubt it is his voice. I think he can probably transform into that, but I can't hear it. But his fucking zaniness, I think, is mm. perfect for it. Yeah. Like I said, I thought Kevin Hart, as much as I hate him, I think that's a fucking layup. And uh, I think his voice fits it perfect. Yeah. But I now think they... that's the problem with any big actor, though, is you recognize their voice so much that it like brings you out of the moment. So. Yeah, that's why I think if Jack Black uses his voice, even though he's zany and weird, mm-hmm. I'll be like, that's, that's, that's all I'm going to hear. But yeah. I can see him really changing his voice into clap traps where you're like, holy shit, that's yeah, him. Like, if you really didn't know that was him, yeah. yeah. Which, so I think it's a yes. potentially good choice. Yeah, but I also could maybe see the the director or producer trying to, like, morph it back into his voice more because, you know, you got to get the Jack Black voice in there. I hope not, especially, I could see that <laughs> if this is just, like, some random um, Warner Comedy, Brothers or whatever yeah. with the, but the fact that, um, Gearbox is working on it with him and Randy Pitchford is on it. Mm. I feel like if you're that into a series that you created it and made a fucking trilogy of it, you're going to have some say there and be like, no, you can't. We're not going to have Jack Black being. He has to sound like yeah. Claptrap. Yeah. He's going to get the character voice going. Yeah. So hopefully. That's I think. That's what always gives me more hope with these video game movies when I can tell that there's some people from the studio that are working on it because then there's people that actually care about it. Not to feel like, ooh, let's make some money. Yeah. Which I would say all want to make money, but they also... Money's good. Yeah. Um, did you have more news on your end, buddy? Uh, I had a few articles I <coughs> I looked up. Just some interesting things. Interesting. Oh, shit. Um, so this is an article bit. from Tech Radar. They were talking about a first gaming projector, the BenQ X1300i. Sony, I, I Sony love, name. Yeah, I love the uh, the names for like monitors and just random peripherals or just like random letters and numbers. You're like, okay, that means something, I guess. Fucking Star Wars up but in here. But the BenQ X1300i is the first gaming projector <laughs> built for PS5 and Xbox Series X. That's the dumbest name ever. <laughs> BenQ is releasing a new gaming projector that should make anyone with a PS5 or Xbox Series X a lim- as limited as a population as that may be. Ooh, a nice dig there. Tech Got radar. Him. Very excited. Dubbed the BenQ X1300i and announced toward the end of last year in the UK, the latest 4 LED beamer from the (laughs) BenQ has a native resolution of 1080p at 120 hertz with 4K HDR compatibility and a seriously impressive 8.3 milliseconds of latency. In terms of specs, BenQ says the X1300i puts out over 3,000 lumens and has a 500,001 to... 500,000 to 1 contrast ratio. That, the company says, helps the X1300i cover 98% of the REC709 color space. In the sound department, the X1300 the project I'm just going to say projector. I'm tired of saying The projector uses two 5-watt speakers and has three distinct settings, one for RPG, one for first-person shooters, and one for sports games, all tuned by Trevel, Tre- Trevolo. Never heard of them. Heard of them? Trevolo? No. T-R-E-V-O-L-O? No. Nope. Um, I just want to get, how much How much do you think a projector like this is going to cost <coughs> MSRP? I know it's going to be ridiculous since you're saying this. So. No, I, I, don't, I didn't mean to phrase it like that. Uh, I'm just, in your opinion, how much do you think it's worth? Um, I don't know, specs and all that shit, but from what I hear, 600 Ooh. 
but that's what I'm saying. I'm sure it's way more than that, yeah. probably in the thousands. Yeah, the projector will be available soon for twelve ninety nine, twelve forty nine if you're in the UK, or seventeen hundred Australian. Um, and they talk about how that's such a deal. I was like, really? I don't know. Maybe it is. I know. $1,500 on a projector? I know projectors can get real high end. That's why I yeah. said. I mean, I just don't. I think projectors require such a dedicated space. If you have it, great. But if you don't have a, a room where you can shut off all the external light sources, because regardless of what people say, if you have like a window or something in the room, you're not. It's just going to be so washed out. I don't care how bright the thing is. Um, yeah. I'm not real big into home projectors in general. I think you're better off buying a giant TV and sticking that up if you want a giant yeah. experience. And you're going to spend probably about the same. And you're not going to have to deal with... Um, they said this is LED, but I don't know. Like, how the... Like, working at the theater, you had to change those bulbs all the time and do all the maintenance on them. So I'm curious what the maintenance life yeah. on these is. Because that could get real expensive, I know. <coughs> the bulbs are real pricey sometimes. So, um, Is that something you would be interested in, a gaming projector? Definitely would be, but not that price. No fucking way. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And like you said, the setup. Um, well, for one, the setup, you have to have something dedicated. Mm. Or if you don't, you have to obviously set up every time you do it. So yeah. then it's also still, it's kind of like doing VR somewhere. It's a setup just to even mm-hmm. start doing it. Yeah, I mean, I could kind of see it if you, like, um, if you had like a bigger space. Like, I could see like, like a church or something would buy it for like their game room or something, or like something yeah. like that. But I don't see like everyday people living like an apartment, like buying a thirteen hundred dollar projector. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, next article is from Screen Rant. Uh, this is about. Why there's suddenly more stock of older NVIDIA RTX and GTX GPUs. Um, I don't really care to read the whole thing because <laughs> now I just don't want to. But um, So we're just going to skip that one. <laughs> it's not important. Good thing you gave us that tease. Yeah. If you want to read more about it, go go check out the Screen Rant <laughs> website. They'll be up there. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but the one I do want to get to, which is interesting, is uh, Gizmod put an article about how Sony is being sued not honoring warranty on defective ps5 controllers which i hadn't heard any drama about because i'm not really into the consoles but have you i guess you're familiar with the the, the drift. drift yeah yeah i don't have ps5 but i've heard of it mm-hmm. um this is something that's been happening on the switch since it came out and no one's won a lawsuit with nintendo yet and it's like a i think they've admitted to and they still haven't lost a lawsuit yeah so well, it's probably because they went in after the fact and made it right, right? No, they still haven't fixed oh, it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, well, I guess that's what you get for being a multi-million dollar corporation. And the thing I saw is Sony. I heard everyone's reporting that that the uh, lawsuit is happening. Hmm. But the thing I saw, if you actually read it, said that the well, company. I'll read it. Okay, go for it. Sony is facing a class action lawsuit over its reported failure to honor warranty agreements on PlayStation 5 controllers and obvious drift defects. In a complaint filed in the Southern District of New York on February 12th, the Japanese conglomerate is accused of violating consumer fraud statutes and breaching warranty agreements related to the PS5, DualSense wireless controllers, which the suit alleges have an obvious defect that allows the characters to drift across the screen even when a user isn't moving a controller's joystick. 
Lamarck Turner, the lead plaintiff listed in the complaint, claims that he immediately experienced a drift issue with a controller after he took his PS5 home in early February. But after contacting customer services, Turner was reportedly left with some lame advice about troubleshooting the defective controller and not much else to say in the way of help. Eventually, given that his experience with contracting Sony the first time did not satisfactorily address the drift issue, Turner bought another DualSense controller for $69.99 a few nice. days later. But had he had been aware of the drift defect prior to purchasing his PS5, he otherwise would not have purchased the PS5, or he would have paid substantially less for it, the complainant says. I don't believe that. I believe he still would have bought one. <laughs> the suit also claims that Sony, <laughs> Sony had to have known how widespread the drift issue was, particularly given the online consumer complaints, complaints made by consumers directly to it and through its own pre-release testing. This this effect significantly interferes with gameplay and thus compromises the DualSense controller's core functionality, the complaint says. The DualSense controllers were released alongside with PS5 console in November to much fanfare after selling out via pre-order pretty much everywhere. The lawsuit's calls for Sony to launch a recall or free replacement program in order to replace the faulty controllers for all class members. And it also calls for damage payments to be paid out to consumers in order to recompense recompense in order to recompense them for buying new controllers or any other out-of-pocket expenses to fix the alleged defect. Talk about first world problems. Also, talk about that getting full of shit that yeah, people need I still bought, bought it. it if I knew. And if that really is true, then he could sell it for more than he bought it for right now. So for sure. So you're not really out there. Um, Turn a profit. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like I said uh, Nintendo hasn't fixed theirs yet. None of my Switch controllers have done it. So I feel like it's one of those things that definitely exists, but also probably amplified by the people that have issues with it. Yeah. But still, obviously it sucks if it does happen to you. Yeah. I mean... That's always one of the worst things when you buy a new product and it doesn't work out of the gate. And then, yeah. especially when, I guess, they're probably, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't go out and try and help these people. Some steps I've I've read on Reddit, people have an issue there. He said, tech support will tell them to sh- uh, shut off their internet and try it. And if it still does it, to contact their ISP about the issue. Sony's <laughs> just trolling. That's why you gotta <laughs> respect it. I was like, that's what you get for buying a stupid PS5, you idiots. I don't have that problem with my PC. I have a lot of other problems, yeah, but not that I one. Way more problems than that. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I won't get into it. Um, is that all your news, buddy? That's all the news. Okay. Short of that article I didn't feel like reading after <laughs> I said the title. Sorry for the tease. You've always been a tease. <laughs> well, I just have one quick thing here. Oh, of course. Well, that was kind of rude. Yeah. Did you hear about Bam Margera, or do you even know who that is? <laughs> of nope. course you don't. Of course you don't. <laughs> there it is. That could be your T-shirt. Of course you don't. Mm. Um, With the name of a random person. Abraham Lincoln. Oh, um, who's that? <laughs> it was, I wasn't trying to make fun of you. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he's from Jackass, which we still need to do a marathon of Jackass. Dude? Yeah, you would fucking love it. I'd seen some of them. Oh, okay. Um... But they're creating Jackass 4, 5. What's the newest Jackass? <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like those sounds. Why not? They kind of pierced my ear a little too much. Jackass. So anyways, they're um, making a new one? They are, Jackass 4. Okay. Oh. 
Um, yeah, the last one is 3D. That's right. Yeah, 3D. I remember that. Um, but Bam put out a video Bam. where he's clearly either strung out or, um, uh, what do you call it? Strung out or... Or wasted. Uh, I guess. Mm. That's not what I'm looking for. But yeah. Sorry, but uh, not um, the source. But anyways, he's clearly out of his fucking mind. Mm. And he told them, told everybody on Instagram Live that they kicked him off a of jackass and they won't let him in the new movie. Mm-hmm. And went on a rant about how they're treating him. And that if you really care about him, you shouldn't see the movie. Yeah. Because you'd support him. And I, mean, I watch supporting him, you'd just be boycotting in support of him. Yeah. And also, you wouldn't really be doing that anyways. I feel like. Um, there's been a strong following, like majority of people that comment on it and react to it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we got you back, and I can't believe they treated you like this. And I've watched him since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do you are you really supporting somebody that is clearly high out of their mind or crazy strung out? And mm-hmm. the reason they kicked him off is probably because they care about him. They probably aren't like, oh, you're doing something we don't like anymore. They're probably like, shit, this guy's going to fucking kill himself. Like, uh, yeah. Ryan Dunn, uh, Bam's best friend, he killed himself because he was driving and was like over 100 miles per hour and was uh, high and drunk to figure out later. Or like so, um, that guy from Fast and Furious. Yeah, Paul Walker. I don't yeah. think he was high or drunk, though. I think he just was well, like, hey, I'll do Fast and Furious in real life. Yeah, that was dumb, <laughs> but yeah. Um, Same principle. He did stupid stuff in real life. Yeah. Um, but like I said with this, I feel like it's so comparable to the last person that they all cared about that died. So I feel like it's really weird that majority of people seem to be backing up somebody that is clearly like that and think that that's normal and is supporting a good cause. Yeah. Like I, they obviously are like best friends with him. And if you watch it, it's like a an actual family with how they interact with each other, which probably makes it cool. It's the funniness of like the ridiculous jokes and everything, mm. but it's also their chemistry is what yeah. makes it so good. So obviously it's sad as shit. I'm not like, oh, who gives a shit about him? But I feel like it's weird that that's the following it has that you would support somebody that they're clearly not supporting because they care about him and trying to get him to stop doing that because that's the issue. You just, if you want somebody to continue to be normal, they're not going to ever be like, oh, I probably shouldn't be doing this anymore. <laughs> but, oh, I can still be a fucking jackass and yeah. still get high shit and do whatever I want. And then, more than likely, the outcome is going to be what happened with their other friend. Yeah. So I just want to talk, but I know Cody would have a strong opinion. I'm not actually sure where he'll land on that. Yeah, you got to ask him about it next week. Okay, I'll do that. But we can get into our media pickups. I'm sure you've picked up some uh, hot new Xbox 360 games or something. No, I got a couple new PC games on oh, did Steam. You? Okay, I was joking. Yeah. I didn't think you have anything. What did you get? Yeah. Um. So I got Hitman 47. It was on sale. Uh-huh. I've been wanting to play it. I watched a lot of it on like YouTube, people playing it, but it, it was ridiculously expensive. And uh, I, I think I think I paid over too much for it. Still, I don't remember what I paid for, like like thirty or forty dollars, something like that. I thought it was still too ridiculously much. Expensive. Well, when it first came, it was like over a hundred or something like that. Like, Doesn't yeah. include all of them. Though? Yeah. Like, no, 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 it includes all the missions on Hitman Forty Seven, like the newest one. No, I thought that was a collection. Well, not the newest because they're coming out with a newer one. Yeah. But, like, the new one that was new, like, a couple years ago or whenever it came out. But, anyways, yeah, I picked that up and um, 
I beat it pretty quick, oh, yeah. which I should have known because there's not that many levels. And the the main premise of that game is like re- replayability, like going through and like killing them different yeah. ways. And I'm not, I guess I'm not really into doing that. Turns out, so I've only like went through each level like maybe once or twice. And I'm like, all right, I've done that one enough. But it was fun still. So so I picked that one up, and then uh, I picked up a little indie game that's in early access called Dyson Sphere Program. Mm-hmm. Um, don't look at me like that. I'm not. Okay. Um, so I'm sure everybody's familiar with like Dyson vacuums. <laughs> so it's a game where you're like a tycoon building. Bud, stick with me. You're building vacuums and selling them and like mass producing them and come out. Hello? I'm <laughs> A little embarrassed this on the podcast. No, I'm just joking. That's not actually the real gameplay. No, I know. Um, Well, (laughs) I know I've heard Dyson Spear. That can't be it. But I didn't know if you actually found something that was this aside from Dyson Spear. No. Um, So Dyson Spear program, it's kind of like it's a factory building game. Um, I don't know if you've heard of like uh, Factorio. I heard that Or Satisfactory. I heard that. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. Um, I'll read the little description here. So it's. Build the most efficient intergalactic factory and space simulation strategy game, Dyson Sphere Program. Harness the power of stars, collect resources, plan and design production lines, and develop your interstellar factory from a small space workshop to a galaxy-wide industrial empire. So it's kind of like um, like a factory building game where you have a little robot mech guy, and you start on like a, like a planet that's kind of like Earth. Um and you have like little veins of resources and you go around and collect them and and then you build like factories that make stuff for you and you get upgrades and you slowly expand out and you get into different planets and and then the whole goal is to create a Dyson sphere which is like I'm not sure if you're familiar with it but like where you essentially create a sphere around a star to harness all of its energy to perpetuate humankind further into whatever they want to do I guess you know what we want to do. Yeah, we want to bang out to Taylor Swift. <clears throat> um, so you probably sunk a shitload of time into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. So a very you game. Um. Yeah. So I I got in Factorio back when it was in early access, mm-hmm. and I played uh, over a hundred hours. Oh, Jesus. What? That's <laughs> not, that's not that many, right? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And then I kind of got burnt out on it. Shocker. So then I was like, this game might came around. And I was like, oh, I just got that urge again. I haven't had that urge in a long time where you just like, you need to play it. And like, that's all you think about. And like, you go to sleep and you're thinking about how to, how to build like a more efficient factory. And oh God, I need more silicone. I'm going to run out of silicone. I need to get to the next planet. But to get to the next planet, I have to get the next, the next, uh, tier upgrade for my engine otherwise it'll take me like 10 minutes to get to the next engine next to the next planet and then it's like oh but to get those i need more silicon but to get more silicon to get and it's like this loop and you're like well i gotta i gotta strategize and i gotta all right i gotta you know then your brain just starts running away so but yeah so i bought it last weekend on i think i found it on sunday so it was like Towards the end of the weekend, I downloaded it and I played, like, pretty much all Sunday. 
Not for like you. 12 hours. Way too late. Like I was up way past my bedtime. So you're up till like nine? Uh, almost midnight. Damn, look at you, yeah. Tiger. I didn't realize what time it was. I just realized I was getting very tired and I was like, oh, it's probably going on 10, 10 30. And I look and it's like, oh, it's midnight. I was like, I got to be up tomorrow at like real early. It's going to suck. So, anyways, and then thankfully uh, Tuesday I didn't have to work because of the snowstorm that came through. So I played Same all here. day Tuesday. Um, well, not all day. I had to do a lot of shoveling Tuesday, but played it. And But yeah, so I'm already. Um, up to 60 hours. Uh, Not bad. Yeah. And I really yeah. want to, I almost, I almost said I couldn't come tonight. Cause I was like, man, I really, I was like playing to the last minute. That's why I wasn't even that early tonight. As you could tell. I know. Cause I was playing. I worry about you. I'm sure you were. But I just, I just couldn't <laughs> stop playing it. But it's a great game and it's a steal. It's only $20. So I'd highly recommend picking it up and, uh, giving a roll. And the developer, um, seems very committed to like because some early access games are early access but really it's just like here's a half completed game that we're not going to touch again now pay us money for it yeah but this one is like they have continual updates and like have like it's pretty much like a completed game short of like fine-tuning and just like dialing in things like there's some repetitiveness to it that you gotta like when you're putting down your your belts that like feed your resources into your machines you have to have these little arm things that pick them up and put them in your machines called sorters and to put those down say you're making like a a 30 machine line you got to have like five ingredients going in and one ingredient going out that's six things per machine you do that 30 machines and then you're spending like an hour clicking putting things in putting this belt that belt and it gets really repetitive (laughs) so once they Hopefully they're going <coughs> to allow modding or if they add the feature themselves to like copy and paste and just so you don't have to do as much clicking. It'd be, I'd have like 10 hours shaved off and I'd be way farther. But that's the trade-off of early access, I guess, is yeah. you kind of get unfinished product, but you get to play a little earlier and give your feedback. And But yeah, I've been playing that and... Yeah, I think that's it, pretty much. Okay. Um, I only have one media pickup this week, but it's a big one. Bigger than mine? Yes. Oh. Nickelodeon Kart Racer 2. <gasps> Ooh. So, next stream, we always stream Nickelodeon Kart Racer, but we got Nickelodeon What, what, Racer what system? Two. Xbox One. Xbox One. They made it for Xbox One? It heard me. <laughs> oh, that scared the living <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs> It's like what? I don't is know if you guys could hear that noise, but the Xbox just turned on because it heard scared. me talk. It heard Casey say Xbox One, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah, must die. Like, oh said Xbox God. on. Um, but right. uh, the last one was on Xbox oh, One as now. well. Hmm. Um, That's funny. This one has like thirty more characters, Ooh. so it seems like I should put in more money. So. Yeah, the first one seemed kind of like like a demo almost. Yeah, and even though I'm obviously playing it up. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a fun game. It just obviously seemed very low budget. So hopefully this one will mm. have more. Um, but that's all I picked up this week. So I was gonna say again, what have you been playing? But have you been playing anything besides that stuff? No. No. Okay. Well, I actually finished a couple of games this week. Ooh. I know it's like I. I finished a game. You did? Well, yeah, man. Yeah, that's true. I mean, not really. If you're 
that's like the whole argument you guys were having about what is a finished game because hitman there's like like a hundred achievements or a hundred different uh, challenges for each level it's like when is it finished then they have like know. weekly challenges where they have like different levels they add different things to and like never yeah. ends see i feel like you're with me i feel like you're you just play till you get your enjoyment out of it and you say all right they're finished well, I feel like that's what it is on games that are never ending, but games that have like, oh, you finished, like you beat it. Mm. Or like, that's the end of the story. I feel like yeah. that is finished for me and everything else just added bonus. Like like side almost, quests or whatever. Yeah, like every Mario game, you beat the story, you like finish it, but then there's like a thousand mushrooms you can get, a hundred stars, whatever. And then I would call that completing it. But yeah, I, yeah. if I like finish a game, I think, I think that's just like beating the, the main content there. Yeah. I mean, with modern games, you really got to have a lot of time to sing and be want to complete, 100% complete something. Yeah. Like, some are just insane amount of hours you can put into a game. Yeah, I know. I forgot to reply to it, but our good friend Trevor commented and asked about that, about a when we consider a game ending, because he said, I think a perfect example about Assassin's Creed, how he finished it, there's mm. still all these challenges and side quests, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's the kind of thing. I feel like that's how I separate it is a game like that is you finish the main storyline or um, beat the uh, main missions they have and then anything else is just an added bonus and 100% completion is what I would call that. Yeah. And then anything that literally doesn't have any like these uh, ongoing games, yeah, I feel like those you kind of just got to judge for yourself. All right, I put 30 hours in, I don't want to play anymore hmm. if it just doesn't have an end point. Um, so what did you finish? I finished Uncharted 4 finally. Yeah. It's been uh, a while. It's been a, a long while. And it was real dumb because I was only three min- missions away from finishing it. So I would have stuck with it. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do now is. Go back I'm through and yeah. clear out some of that backlog. Well, yeah, but more particularly, I am going to start some new games. I know I will and play some uh, um, different games. But yeah, I finished Peggle. I finished Peggle. Oh, you completed it? Well, not 100% like that. I beat the storyline, oh, the missions. Yeah. I didn't know there was a story. <laughs> well, the campaign, there's not oh, like a, a narrative. Okay. Yeah, I was like, defeat um, the But uh, my main thing is trying to find games that I started because there's so many that I started, and if I started them, I probably liked them. I just didn't keep up with it. Hmm. So if I played it, that's more incentive to go back to it except for I means I already know I like it. Mm. Like that, I was three missions away, I beat it. And then I played the Wii U for the first time in probably a year hmm. and finished uh, Super Mario 3D World, which I think is one of the best Mario games I've ever played. I was playing Very a co-op. Things. Yeah, it's really fun. and A perfect co-op game. I was playing as Carrot, and that's why I waited. Mm, but he but, never uh, joined you. Yeah, well, we started literally years ago. So uh-huh. I was like, yeah, it's probably going to happen, so I should finish this game off. Yeah. And uh, it's definitely harder with one person is also another downside, and it's mm. way more fun with other people because they build it for co-op. Hmm. But... uh that was super fun. And I played a little uh, Captain Toad on the Wii U, which I already had beaten that game. But uh, kind of this is a kind of a 100% game. Now I'm doing the bonus missions and trying to get some other stuff. Mm. And then um, me and Derek went on an adventure. How do you feel about poker, Texas Hold'em? Me? Yeah. As far as what? How do you feel about the game, poker? About the game itself? Yes. Um, I'm not good at it. And, um, I mean, it's, it's okay, I guess. I'd If I was going to play it, like, to actually win money, I'd play blackjack before I play 
Texas Hold'em. But I feel like we should have a poker night. I feel like poker could be one of those things that's your next addiction, and I regret playing it with you because mm. you just won't shut up about it for the next year. And you're like, I'm going to the casino, no. and you're just deep in the poker muff, and uh, no. I could see you from a mile away. No. But um, I used to be obsessed with poker. I'm not going to lie to you, Texas Hold'em. We used to have tournaments in my house all the time. We used to as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Not real yeah. tournaments. It was just with, like, my family, and we'd, like, have, like, we had, like, a real set of poker chips. And yeah. We need to We need to do one of these in person. It'll be fun and get all these people. How yeah, post-COVID. Yeah, well, we're all doing stuff anyways. Um, um, speaking of poker. Oh. Um, did you, you see the... I forget what company it was, but they came out with a like a VR poker. Yeah, Derek's talking about that, but it's not on PSVR. Oh, it isn't. Uh, yeah, because he told me about the, the Oculus and yeah. all that. Because I heard on podcasts a game called Prominence Poker on Xbox. Mm. And I was like, you know, I used to love poker. So me and Derek got on the other night. Mm. And I was like, what should we play? And I was like, let's. Texas Hold. Yeah, let's look for this game called Prominence Poker. And it was free, and it has almost 1,400 achievement points. Wow. And uh, it's really well made. There's all kinds of unlockable shit that you can obviously spend money on, but you can also get all of it if you spend time. Like we got a shitload of chips, and uh, it was fucking great. I thought uh, this game has been out, I think, four years. So like, shit, we're probably gonna get in there. It's gonna be like five people playing. They're gonna be able to play every single day. We instantly found a full table, hmm. and people kept dropping in and out. There's people just over and over. I was like, I don't know how this game. I never even heard of it. It's free. It has 1,400 <laughs> points. And people probably just playing for the audience. points. Oh, I'm sure there's a good portion. Yeah. But then you would see, you can see people's levels when they joined. Uh, Me and him were obviously at level one. Yeah. And a lot of people are joining were like high 70s. Oh, wow. So it's got a cult following, sounds like. Yeah. And then there was a good amount of people joined in like the mid teens or 20s. Mm-hmm. So there's also people that still joined. It wasn't just like people that have stuck around. Yeah. But, Is uh, it- How's the chips work? Is it like they just give you some and then when you're out, you're out and you gotta wait or? Um, well, we didn't have that issue because we fucking dominated. Oh, but, uh, oh boy. They give you a starter pack with a a, a hefty amount to start uh-huh. with. And then I know you can buy more, but I don't know uh-huh. how that works because we didn't run out because it was kind of unreal. We sat down at a table hmm. and we just fucking overtook it. The table was full and me and him just dominate a table together. Damn. And it looks super suspicious because uh, <laughs> everyone's like decked out and all this different stuff from playing so long or spending money. And you and guys are just in there like naked. like Not naked. We're both wearing the exact same Hawaiian shirt <laughs> and just doing the exact same things because that's all like, we had. Uh, he's going all in your fold because <laughs> you know what he has. And... But we weren't actually – we had a couple of times did to mess around, but majority of the time me and him were playing against each other too. So we weren't uh-huh. even like – we weren't tricking the system. It was yeah. unreal. That's and, funny. Uh, I cashed out. You get, um, you know, like our table was 5,000 limit to sit down. Mm. And I ended with uh, 85,000. <laughs> and he ended with 57,000, I think. Yeah. But it was fucking great. We just, people would drop in. Take oh, the money. Fucking guy. And they'd leave. Yeah. And then every now and then you'd get a guy that would start building up and you'd be like, oh, shit, that guy's 15,000. Mm-hmm. We got to go after him now. And then um, we were a man with bets and he would think he's a hot shot and we'd fucking knock him out. And then we played for uh, over three hours, <laughs> and uh, then we cashed out. But uh, it's fucking a lot of fun. So you got some free. some real world money there, then? No, oh. that's the uh, that's the unbelievable thing. 
these people are dropping out and immediately buying back in, which I think that meant they were spending real money at that point. Well, maybe they had a stockpile of cash. I hope so, because this one couple, I think they were doing the same thing as us, but I think they were actually trying, like they were uh, rigging the system. Hmm. Well, attempting to, it was maybe even funnier, because we knocked them out <laughs> six times in a row until they finally left. And uh, they just immediately buy back in. I said, these fuckers are spending real money while we're knocking them out. I mean, it's karma, but I kind of feel bad that these people are spending real money while we're just fucking novices winning 80000 sitting here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's cross-play, but I feel like you should check out if it is or not and play with us. What is it? Prominence Poker. It probably isn't, but I'll check. Yeah. Um, then besides that, played a little Master Chief Collection, of course. Played a little Anthem with Cody. Um, played some more Unravel. That's a throwback there to our old podcast, um, The Game That Made Me Cry. I don't know if you remember that meme. I do. And uh, still never finished it, so that was another game that I was going back on. I mean, I'll have it finished by next podcast, but made a little progress in that. And then besides that, played some Switch. I played Smash Bros. Ultimate. I still I haven't unlocked nearly all the characters yet, so trying to get some more characters unlocked for when all of us play as a group. So that's it. But uh, let us know what you guys have been playing in the comments, and then what have you been watching, buddy? Um, nothing. Nothing at all? Not really, nothing. I've been, I'll, I won't lie, I've been watching YouTube playthroughs of Dyson Sphere Program. Jesus Christ. Because, you know, you get some good ideas from other people sometimes. See, that's what I'm talking about with hiking up such a poker. Um, they do have it on Steam. Oh, yeah? Is it free there? It is free. Oh, boy. Is it cross-play? I mean, that'll explain the audience a little more. So, how's there this many people? Um... Uh, doesn't really say. Uh, it doesn't really say if it's crossplay on Steam. Let me just search. I mean, I can always download it on there. Oh, I that's just creepy. Like my... First thing that popped up when I clicked it said crossplay. So I think they're listening. <laughs> Prominence Poker is the upcoming free to play classic Texas Hold'em game on Xbox. Is one of three free to play games on Steam? It is crossplay. Platform. Oh boy. So, poker night. All right. Virtual poker night. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. sit around the table with us and then get fucking hot shots. My anus ripped apart. We'll show you the way. Okay. Show me the way. Are you, is this just poke, uh, Texas Hold'em? Is yeah. that what you guys play? Is there yeah. any like other games on there like Blackjack? Or? Not on that. No. That sucks. Texas Blackjack's yes. good. Well, what about Jack Black? Okay. All right. Um, well, yeah. I haven't really been watching anything. I gotcha. I watched Lost, our weekly Lost. I watched, uh, I know it's like I do it weekly. Um, it's almost like it's a terrible show. It's almost like you watch 10 minutes. Um, Cody agrees with me. No, he, no, he doesn't. Um, yeah, we talked about it when we were at McDonald's. Oh. He didn't want to break your heart, but I had to tell you, he doesn't like it either. That's why he hasn't been back. He's even noticed. He told me differently, so uh, I just trust him. All right, Cody, well, the next podcast, you got some explaining to do. Um, anyways, anyways, we started the uh, the last season, so begin the oh, end. So be finally over, and we can actually start maybe a good one. But you probably come over because past your bedtime. Um, <laughs> but if we uh, were doing a good one, maybe I'd make an exception. Anyways, that <laughs> was uh, the beginning of the end. So we watched the first two episodes season. of the last mm-hmm. season, and then we watched. It's always sun- or I watched. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Have you ever watched this show? Uh. 
bits and pieces. Not a huge fan. No, I feel like it'd be right up your alley if you uh, stuck with it. It's very, very offensive. It's like South Park. I don't know how it flies, but it's so good. Is it really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially the later seasons. Kind of like, worse um, and worse with that. What's the Curb Your Enthusiasm kind of like? Yeah, I don't like that show personally. Oh, really? Not at oh, all. I love that show. Yeah, it's too dry. That I was just like, this is not bah, funny. Bah, 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 bah. Um, but uh, I've been trying to catch up on that as well because I used to watch it as it aired. And I is got it behind. still airing? Yeah, the last season. Um, season 15 coming up is going to be their final season, sadly. 15? That's a yeah. long run. And it sucks because, like I said, it just keeps getting better. Usually those <laughs> shows, you're like, oh, God, are you still going? But there's just keep getting funnier, so I'm kind of bummed that it's about to end. Huh. But uh, it's been delayed because all the nonsense. So oh. <laughs> it gave me time to catch up, and I'm on season 14 right now. I just watched uh, one of the most recent episodes was mm-hmm. uh, a Jimmy Buffett episode that Cody would absolutely love, and he, I think, would actually love it. Cause I he feel loves like, Jimmy Buffett. Well, I think that they, I don't know, they might actually like him, but I like, feel like they're more playing into the ridiculous mm-hmm. nature of him and like the... <laughs> Um, all the nonsense around him. You remember the time we tried to plan getting Cody to a Jimmy Buffett concert without him knowing? Yeah, that should have happened. Oh, God. He's, he probably wouldn't be friends with us anymore. This podcast wouldn't be a thing. Or maybe we could be YouTube stars because we could have filmed it and we could have like oh. a, a real outrage. A little jump start on your YouTube <laughs> fandom. And then I watched some uh, High Score, the video game documentary on Netflix. Watched a couple more episodes. Mm-hmm. I watched the uh, Britney Spears documentary. Everybody's just watching out everything. Out. Yeah. Not a lot of time. Um, but I did get, like I said, no overtime, and I had a day off work, so yeah. it was the most time I've had in a while. Um, Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, the second Lord of the Rings. It was a... Uh, it's a long one. It's a good one. That's what it is. I haven't seen one, but... <laughs> um, one long. of the coolest action fight scenes, whatever you want to call it, in any movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. when they're all overtaking the base and throwing a ladder up and they're Spoilers. all climbing up on it. So good. Spoilers. Um, I will say, I told Cody I'd update him as I watch these. This is definitely not the one I thought it was, or maybe I saw the extended version, where I thought it was going to end 100, 100 times, so maybe I am thinking of Return of the King, and I'm with you on that. But I'm pretty sure... That I wouldn't be thinking the extended versions because I saw it in the theater, so I must be thinking Return of the King. Must. And I'm going to watch that one next week. All right. And then... It's a date. Some, yeah. Some uh, Blue Jackets, of course. I'd go on a rant about the Blue Jackets, but uh, I guess I'll save that for another time so we're not here all night with you. Okay. Um, Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. So let us know what you guys have been watching in the comments. We can get into the free games here. So on Xbox, you have Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb till February 28th. On Xbox 360, you have Lost Planet 2 till February 28th. On Xbox One, you have Resident Evil and Gears 5 till February 28th. And Dendara, Trials of Fear Edition till March 15th. That's a very nerdy name. On PlayStation Plus, you have Control Ultimate Edition and Concrete Genie till March 1st. And PS5, you have Destruction All-Stars till April 5th. And then, like I said, I'll be doing another Extra Life stream Friday, February 26th. Not this Friday, next Friday after. For 14 hours, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. And then two parts on YouTube, seven hours each. I actually did my math right this time. It's unbelievable. (laughs) Um, I probably should have done this at the beginning with the corrections. Me and Cody totally recorded last episode. It was supposed to be the uh, big anniversary of our 
one year of since we've done our first, ep- uh, our first episode. Yeah, maybe wasn't. We, well, it was, but we just didn't acknowledge it. And I was like, uh, I was gonna make a big deal out of it. I was gonna put candles and flowers, and then we start uh, recording, and I didn't like, hey, welcome to our. I was just like, normal episode. And like, oh shit! So, does happy Cody, anniversary, Cody. Does Cody play footsies with you? Yes. Okay, it's not just me. No. Okay. I Ooh, do that sometimes. And then also, some news you'll be excited about. Ooh. This Friday, I'll be getting the backdrop. Ooh. So you finally see it. Um, so it'll be, as long as everything goes right, and I know what I'm doing, it'll be up by the next episode, or maybe I'll even use it for the stream, but for sure by the next episode. And then... If you need some help, buddy, let me know. Okay. I got a sewing machine. <laughs> Should we do uh, the game show, buddy? Ooh, you got one for me? Yeah. Alrighty. Is All it right. one I'm going to get? Uh, it should be. I put some pretty fucking easy clues in here. Okay. I forget what the last one was, but I remember it didn't go very well. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, fucking Donkey, Donkey Kong. Kong. Yeah. And I don't think I told people before the show started, but Ryan's like, you don't have to dumb it down for me, bro. What did I do at What? Bro, I did not say that. Yeah, he said, I, at home, I literally sit there and watch trivia and facts about video games. I like you did Kobe. not say that. All right. So clue one. There's a lot of balls in this game. I got a raging game. clue. <laughs> You said what, sorry? There's a lot of balls in this game. A lot of balls? Uh-huh. With a Z? Uh, with an S. Okay. Okay, next. You get next two one. guesses, okay? This game first came to the U.S. in 1998. 98. It's the old one. It's almost as old as me. Oh. <laughs> um, next? It's the best-selling gaming franchise of all time. Hmm. Of all time? Mm-hmm. Why don't I know that? Balls, ninety-eight, big cell, big cell. So the first thing that I thought when you said balls, I thought Peggle. Mm-hmm. But like that's not ninety-eight. Okay, so Peggle was your first guess. No, I know. I'm joking. No, I it was not funny. Oh, sorry. Um, balls ninety-eight. That. that. All right, I, I don't. Next one. Next one. Okay. I think like I should know that, but one of the characters' names is Entei. Entei. He wasn't in this exact game. He's just from the series. So okay. So that's kind of a secondary hint of this. Well, that doesn't help me any because I don't know that name. Okay. So next clue. Yeah. This game also spawned an anime series with the same name. Anime series? Mm-hmm. Oh. Is Pokemon anime? Cody got a question answered, so answer my damn question. I already answered two years. bastard. <laughs> yeah, I was upset about that. I won't lie. <laughs> I answered two of your questions already. Did you? Well, I'm going to go with Pokemon, final answer. Do That's, I just say a specific one? Um, Normally, but this is kind of third clues together, so I'll give it to you as Pokemon. Okay. Pokemon. Pokemon. So I, I shouldn't have given it to you because you didn't say it right in any form. Pokemon. <laughs> Did you want to know the other clues? Uh, sure. Okay. A professor helps you start your journey. Hmm. It also has multiple movies with the same name. It is a Nintendo exclusive Exclusive. Another character's name is Mr. Mime. It also has a trading card 
trading card game with the same name. Hmm. I thought that what was, was that number five. Oh, they got it on you. Yeah. Mean? yeah. So I got five. Um, well, you would get ten. But well, I think we need to rework our our point system here. I was telling Cody. Yeah, you're getting destroyed, son. Yeah, but it's not because I'm getting destroyed. I think I didn't come up with the best system for it. Cause no, definitely not. So how do we do it? What's a better way? I'm too tired to figure <laughs> that out. Okay, you can message me later. But I'll message you later. I don't care. I'm I'll slide in your DMs. Oh. I kind of expect it to be. I just feel like it's not going to be very entertaining if it's just one-sided. Yeah. You know? I don't really think it's about the points. I think it's more about the challenge and yeah, wrecking your your points. All right, you got any fake outrage? I had some at the beginning of the episode, and I forget what it was going to be about. But do you remember? No, I don't remember. We Last were talking time. about oh, we can do that for fake outrage, and I already forgot. So should have wrote that one down. Hey, but what about you? What about me? Yeah, I do. It's actually from an article. Wow, you mentioned the first or second, maybe. That you mentioned earlier. So which one's that? It turned. Um, well, I'll read this part. Okay. President of the Lionsgate Motion Picture Group oh. says choosing black for the biggest one of the bi- was one of the big. Night made me do it. Was one of the biggest no-brainer <laughs> casting decisions we've ever made. Do you see anything wrong there? Let me repeat. Says choosing black for the role was one of the biggest no-brainer casting decisions we've ever made. Do you see anything wrong with that sentence? Um, he said black. Yeah. As I, in Jack Black? Is, well, no, that, I, is that the outrage that, oh, you can't? Well, no, not that. I think yeah. he's not being very politically correct. So I think it should be choosing African-American for the role was one of the biggest no-brainer cast decisions we've ever made. But his name is Black. Well, I I think it's offensive, though, because Black's not a per, proper Wait, term for it. Off- off script, am I supposed yeah. to be with you or against you? We've never done this part. Um, you're supposed to, it's not scripted on either. I know so. it's not scripted, but what's the what's the pattern here? What's the play? The pattern is I usually trick it so much that Cody's like, wait, are you? Oh. Then he kind of just, but it's not ever planned like that. If you realize it right away, he realizes, you know? So you picked up on it fast. That, that's what I was going for. But I just think it's kind of, I think it is a little offensive, if I'm being honest. <laughs> what? It's his name. Yeah. Wait, but are you doing it now? I'm telling you how I feel. That, that's his name. <laughs> how you but feel that you're offended that they said they use his last name? Yeah, but it's not about his last name. That's not really it's relevant. About the color? Are you? Yeah, it's that it's not politically correct. It's not black. It's that it's African American. <laughs> African American. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, that was just a small sample of fake outrage. Next time you're here, whenever that is, hmm. have some good fake outrage lined up for us, okay? I gave you mm. a tasty, so that's all you needed. Mm. It was tasty. So we'll be back here next week with Cody. Ryan will be back sometime here soon. Maybe. Um, if the people demand it. Friday after, they'll demand it. Friday after next, I'll be streaming 14 hours. Ryan will be a part of it. Hopefully. Come watch. Um, cheer Ryan on to beat me. Yeah, so get the that, kids get more money. Yeah, get the kids the money they deserve. And now speaking I'll be cheering of, against you. Speaking and of you money, stupid kids. Speaking of money, I deserve. Where's my Steam money at, bitch? Um, I actually meant to buy it already and send it to you guys. So I'll do that. Oh, that's cool. It's like, no, I'm just joking. I don't actually want you to give me the money. Oh no, I'm gonna. Um, why didn't? Why didn't? Um. Oh, 
What's his name? Do it. Who? Sasquatch. Um, that's why I was wondering why a lot of people didn't. That's why I even clarified that could be significant others or anything. So I was thought maybe people were like, ah, I don't want to be the one that does it. Hmm. But when it's randomized and there's no reason not to do it, I can't be like. I feel oh, like Sasquatch man. needs some love. He told me that uh, he needs to stop watching on his Xbox. So he can't comment. So maybe uh, that was the reason. But something like that, I thought he would go over and be, oh shit, yeah. trying it. That's what I would do, anyways. All right. Sorry, I just off topic. But. No, it's okay. Did uh, how do you think the episode went? Um, so wh- what did I rate the last episode? I don't remember. I think I rated a three. A three? Okay. Um, this one I rated a four. We're getting better. That's right. Next week or next time it'll be it might be a four and a half. Damn. I sure Maybe hope so. Five. Maybe what do you uh, rate it? What do you roof it? Um, roof proof. Wow. <laughs> I'd say a seven. A that's, seven? That's good. Why are you offended when you said four? What was the last one? Uh, that was, well, we're talking quality here. Yeah. Um, I'd say the last one was like a, a four. Four. We're talking entertainment. <laughs> yeah, they're both around the roof proof, so I don't actually have an issue with it. Well, yeah. Like you said, all our friends are going to love it. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, exactly. So. I, I even, you're welcome. I got Renee on the series again. She's, cause she's, she doesn't, she's got a thing about not skipping. So she really wants to watch my episode, I think. So she's like going through all the episodes now. I told her like, just skip. It's the good one. Come oh, on. Yikes. She's kind of dissing her own boyfriend there. My own boyfriend, excuse me? Or her boyfriend? Her. Oh, I think you said my own. I thought you were, but don't Same roll you your want. eyes at me, bud. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Don't forget the Facebook. At current bag. Loggers. Current backlog. Your current and backlog. it will be dot com. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can email us at current backloggers at, at gmail dot com. Red clap is out. Ready? Oh, you 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 tricked me there. <laughs>